Cobb County School District is one of the largest districts in the country. With over 16 competing high schools and a deep pool of talent in every sport, this is the Cobb Sports Podcast. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Cobb Sports Podcast. This is episode 20, and we are in the thick of regional basketball games. Several boys and girls teams are doing very well this season, and a few are even highly ranked in the state. On the boys' side, McKeetron, Kell, Wheeler, Walton, and Pope are all ranked in the top 25 in the state. And for the girls, McKeetron, Campbell, Harrison, North Cobb, and Hillgrove are in the top 25 in 7A, and then Pope, Lassiter, and Sprayberry are in the top 25 for 6A. Many of these teams will be playing each other over the next couple weeks, so be sure to get out to a game and support your favorite Cobb team. Off the court, there were also a lot of recent awards being spread around to coaches and athletes in the district. At Wheeler, Ricky McKenzie was recognized for scoring his 1,000th career point, and his coach, Larry Thompson, won his 200th career game. Over at Pope, longtime Greyhound head coach Pat Abney won his 400th game. Congratulations to these coaches and athletes for their past success and good luck going forward. In swimming, Walton was dominant in the Cobb County Championships, winning both the boys and the girls' titles. For the boys, Lassiter took second, followed by Pope, Altoona, and Kennesaw Mountain. On the girls' side, Lassiter finished second to Walton, followed by Harrison, Pope, and Wheeler. Congratulations to all these teams and swimmers and divers. The state meet is right around the corner, and we can't wait to see what happens at Tech this year for Cobb swimming and diving. The McEachern boys basketball team has had an incredible season so far and are ranked nationally in the top 20. They have played a difficult national schedule and have traveled all over the country. Third-year head coach Tremaine Ankrum is continuing the McEachern legacy of excellence on the court and has been focused on getting his team to work together on and off the court. I recently sat down with Coach Ankrum and asked him a few questions. Here's my interview with McEachern head basketball coach Tremaine Ankrum. McEachern's doing well on the on the national stage and on and and on the state stage. You have uh, four regional wins. You, you play you play you play each other um, yeah. twice. So you've 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 beaten everybody with the region, and now you have to you have to play them again coming up here, right? Yeah, we got a tough tough scrappy Hillgrove team. Well, Coach Hillgrove team, Coach Moultrie coaches them. And he's always having a tough, scrappy team from his time at South Cobb to bringing it over here to Hillgrove. I mean, the one thing he always does is he always brings a competitive a competitive team. But more importantly is our region, people look at it as weak, and I don't look at it as weak. I look at it as we have some really, really, really strong coaches. Um, we have some kids that are really, really playing really hard. And I just think that we, we have those natural rivalries, McEachin and Marietta, McEachin and Hillgrove, or McEachin and, and Harrison, or Harrison and, and, and Hillgrove, and, or something like that. What ends up happening is that those type of games, no matter what the record is, are going to be dog, dog fights. And so we just happen to be lucky in the first part of the region that we, we kind of got you know on a hot roll. But we know that coming the second half of this region, the region tournament, we're going to have to step our game up. And of course, regions change next year. So those 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 natural rivalries that we have, 
geographically in Cobb aren't necessarily going to be on the be on the schedule next year. So do you have any 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 outlook for next year? Well, actually, we get back to some of the traditional rivalries. So now next year we have Pebble Brooks back in our region, South Cobb's back in the region. Um, we'll have uh, Campbell's back in the region. So we got some really natural rivalries that are going to be happening for over here, and we're talking about in West Cobb, which is exciting to me because you know we, there's nothing like you know I tell these kids all the time there's nothing like a traditional high school game against your rival. Going into South Cobb's gym, going into Pebble Brooks gym, going into Hillgrove's gym, and being the bad guy, and then coming in there and playing, and not only just playing against the, the team you're playing against, but playing against the crowd, the elements. Like that's what high school basketball is about. I think now in today's marketplace has gotten so it became to the point where, where basketball has become so monetized that now we're looking at showcase games. We're looking at, you know, coming to this classic or this festival or this, this and all that stuff. And what you lose is you lose the, the beauty of high school basketball, the beauty of 7.30, the popcorn's popping, it's the score clock's on, the cheerleaders are cheering, and your friend in science class who you've been seeing every day is like, man, you come to the game tonight. He's like, yeah, I'll be there to the game. When those games are at, you know, City of Palms, even though we love it, or those games are at, you know, TOC or whatever it may be, you lose that in the, in the excitement of basketball. You lose that to the business of basketball. And so the science kid doesn't get a chance to come to the game because he didn't get a chance to stay afterward and see the freshmen, the JV, the girls, the girls JV, and then the boys. That's a night for a kid in high school. So, you know, we kind of lose that, but I'm excited that we're getting it back next year with our, our natural region matchups. And we get back to the traditional of, you know, going to play Pebblebrook on a Tuesday night or going to play Campbell on a Friday afternoon, Friday night, or going to play South Cobb, you know what I'm saying, on that Tuesday night. That's, it's hard to do, but we're getting back to that, which is exciting to me. You have been in the showcase games this year and 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 last season so you've so you've you've run through all that what have, what have you learned about this year's team from being in those the, those high level games they're competitive my my boys know how to compete and we've done some things in some of the games that you know I've kind of done on the fly cuz those games really don't hurt us so I take some chances and I want to see how they pick them up and they've picked them up beautifully we've defined roles um, I think one thing that kids coming into a situation they don't really understand is that Everybody has a role, and I think sometimes when they're working with their trainers and their guys working them out in all these workout sessions, they tell them they can do everything. It's like, no, if you want to be a good basketball player, you got to figure out what your role is and how you can contribute, and we're starting to understand that. And so those are some of the things we did, and most importantly is that we bonded, like we came together. And so when you come together, especially after losing a player or two um, to transfer and things like that, the one thing you really want is you want a time that you can know school, know anything else, out of town, no friends, no family can get involved. You're just bonding. And, and those trips were just bonding trips. And we learned a lot about kids, and I learned a lot about them that I didn't know, and they learned a lot about me, and we laughed and we joked, and we ended up playing better basketball, and that's what it's all about. What have you learned in these in, now in your third season? What have, what have you learned about your players, about, about McKeatron, about the team, just about coaching kids in general? I mean, I've been coaching kids a long time, so you know, there's not too much that could surprise me regarding that. Um, I've been around McKeachin for a long time because I've had, you know, three kids that have graduated from McKeachin, so I've been around McKeachin a long time. I think in the three years I've learned a lot more about myself. And I think when you start looking at the game, you start understanding the game, you just start understanding who you are as a contributor to the game. And the one thing I'm starting to learn about myself is that sometimes I've got to be a lot more patient with kids. You know, sometimes kids don't really kind of get it at the pace that you kind of want or you see it because, you know, me being a player and I played my day and I, I was pretty good, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, by playing at that rate, you think that everybody's supposed to play at that same scale, and not everybody plays at that. Speaking of, of, of national focus and everything, 
this this team is 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 rated pretty highly nationally, second in the state as of as of as of right now. How do you, how do you how do you keep the kids focused through through all that all that national and 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 statewide attention? Just have to understand that we're playing against ourselves every day. We have a mission that we're trying to go accomplish and that we know we're supposed to do. So we have goals coming in, and our goals weren't to be the number one team in the state. Our goals weren't to be the number one team in the country. Our goal was to win every game. And our goal is to go out there and compete every day and, and win every game. But most importantly, is our goal is to make sure we, we challenge us to be the best versions of who we are. And that's all it's about. Is I need to make sure that, you know, every day that we're challenging, Ace needs to be better than he was yesterday. Jay Nash needs to be better than he was yesterday. Jaden Bynes needs to be better than he was yesterday. You know, Isaiah Delaney, you know, all these kids got to be better than they were yesterday. So we have to be uh, committed enough from a coaching standpoint to create them and put them in situations that's going to make sure they get better day in and day out. And that's what we're doing. And so that national schedule that we have has just been a measuring stick for us. Is that where are we measuring nationally? You know, how's this guy measuring nationally? And I think that with Ace, you start seeing now coming into the season, a lot of people, you know, they thought he was talented. He had a great summer and they were saying, okay, well, where is he as a basketball player? And they didn't really know as far as him as being in the system and working it out but different than AAU or going to some of these USA basketball and things like that. But when you actually put him into a system and he can carry a team doing more than just being a guy that's just a scorer, and it's like, oh, well, that's why he's shooting up the draft boards. You're starting to see all that he can do. And we're excited about things like that. Okay. Speaking of all the players, you have, you have, a, you have a player that's, in, that's got very, very serious – Health needs right now, JD Palm. Mm-hmm. So, can you talk a little bit about about his situation and and how how people in the district can help? JD Palm is one of the most unique people in the world. The one thing you'll see with JD Palm, you'll never meet him and not greet him with a smile. He's going to greet you with the biggest smile every day. And 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 for somebody who's going through what he's going through, I mean, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm 50 years old, and I have issues in my life, and I can't accept life and go through life the same way with the same laughter and jokes and things that J.D. has. And so for a kid to be going through what he's going through right now is amazing. So regarding J.D., J.D. has the same um, same kidney disease that um, Alonzo Mourning had and Sean Elliott had. And so he's in kidney failure. And so he, we found out last year, August, when he first came, and uh, he was in the hospital for like three weeks, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. His blood pressure was sky high. And when they really found out what was going on, they figured out it was his kidneys. And so they tested his kidneys. He had low kidney function. And side note, J.D.'s grandmother had kidney failure all her life as well. So he watched this all his life. And so, you know, once they uh, figure out what happened, they regulated, they gave him medication. And what people don't realize that last year, this kid was playing um, during the entire season, not this year, but the last year. He was playing this entire season, and he's probably playing on like 15, 20% of his kidney functions. Like he and his potassium levels would go up or um, his head would start hurting really bad or he'd have no energy. And this kid was fighting. Like his kid would be laying on the side of the court and we'd be like, all right, J.D., get back in. He'd jump up and get back in. Like his kid was fighting a fight, right? And so after the season was finished, they said he was in total kidney failure. And so they, they had to put him on dialysis. So he was doing a daily dialysis. So every night he goes home, he does dialysis. Well, it kind of turned a little bit worse for us in the last – I guess two months. So now they had to remove. Last week, Thursday, they um, had to remove both his kidneys. Wow. So, um, but the good thing is, bless, knock on wood, his mother is a match. So hopefully, in the next couple a couple months, that she'll be able to donate her kidney to her son. And that's what we're looking at. And so, I just need the district to, you know, I need, you know, I, I really just need 
um, his, your prayers, you know, that's what we really need. You need your prayers. The kid needs those. And, you know, if you guys can donate to his, you know, what he's doing as far as helping his mother pay for some of these bills, that we're looking at as well. So, as you can know, healthcare industry is an expensive industry. It's an industry that, you know, it should be better than what it should be, but we'll talk about that at a different moment. But right now, I need for the health industry to come in, to come come through for a JD. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put a link in the, in the show notes for the, uh, the GoFundMe account or, mm-hmm. or whatever that is for, cause there's, there's a, they're, they're, they're looking for a hundred thousand. They don't have anywhere close to that. So, so Cobb, Cobb school district can step up and they can, they can blow that up pretty quickly. I wish they could. I mean, at the end of the day, it's about making sure this kid has everything he needs, man. This kid, you know, he was 11th ranked player in the country. I mean, he's, he was a surefire McDonald's All-American. He lost two years. You know, you spent time his junior year, which was his sophomore year, which wasn't the sophomore he should have had. We've seen glimpses of him when we played Duncanville, and he had 19-11 against the guy that's playing for the G League who expects to be a top-five pick. He destroyed him, and then, you know, it's just been up and down all year, and then he lost the entire year this year. He lost the spring and the summer. His ranking has dropped. It's tanked. Like, this kid's doing everything he can. But in the meantime, what he's done is he's figured out who his real alliances are, who his real true people are. He's made relationships with Alonzo Mourning, who is taking him under his wing. He's made relationships with Sean Elliott, who's talked to him. You know, he's talking to certain different people. We're going to connect him with the American Kidney Association so he can be an advocate of that. Hopefully they can come through and and do some things with him. And so we're just doing so many great things. But more importantly, J.D. is – in a great space. All right, so we, we've talked about a lot already. Is there anything you want to add in closing? No, I'm just I, I, I'm I'm so excited about this team. I'm so excited about this this school. I mean, with the new new football coach and what he's doing, and you know, and, and, and Coach Reed and his excitement he's bringing with there. You look at what we're doing from a basketball standpoint. Uh, girls, Coach Arthur is making a resurgence, coming back again with this team, and 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 really building some great things. Our baseball coach, Coach Autry, is doing some amazing things. Um, Coach Sapp and Coach Sapp and uh, Coach Hoskins on the track side, they're building some amazing brands. Our softball, like all these things. And you start looking at it from the district side, from an academic side. Arthur O'Neill, who's our CTA, uh, who our CT leader in CTAE, and, and is doing some amazing things as far as um, getting kids and, and branding them with their, their career paths and the programs we're putting in place. Like, I, I love Cobb County. I, I've lived here since I moved here from Denver. Um, this is the only school I've been around. And, and this is, I couldn't be in a better position. All right, Coach Ankrup, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Special thanks to Coach Ankrup for joining the podcast today. While we love sports around here, it's always important to remember that real people are playing and coaching, and they are much more than what they do on the field or on the court. Keep JD and his family in your thoughts and prayers, and please donate to his GoFundMe account if possible. Even a little bit can go a long way toward making this talented young man whole again. We can do it, Cobb. Let's show how much we love our students and athletes in this district. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something that you didn't know. Remember to subscribe to the Cobb Sports Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, remember to check out the website at cobbsports.org and read up on other events and happenings around the district. We'll do this again next week, but until then, keep supporting your favorite schools and teams around Cobb.